Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Orange House. My name is Anthony Cuzio, and we are back for episode number 18 of the Orange House. And this episode, uh, we get to join again with uh, our original other host, Dom Patron. Uh, he is back in Sacramento for a little while. We did a little Zoom call, uh, and it was it was honestly really nice to get back talking with him, seeing where he's what he's doing, how he's doing with his job and stuff like that. And uh, as for me, I've just I'm, I've been staying busy. It's just I've been very very busy with if it's not the podcast, it's you know doing music, meet, meeting up with friends, uh, working. I don't know. I've had a lot on my plate. It's been hard to just kind of sit back sometimes. But uh, these podcasts have kind of given me a reason to do that, a reason to just sit back and just have a conversation with someone, very much like I did today with uh, with Don Patron checking in once again. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Dominic Patron. It's five days a week, Damn. eight hour shifts. So, I get two paid fifteen minute breaks and one unpaid thirty. Okay, minute so lunch I don't break. understand. Like my job that I just came from, the restaurant job, like we got one so is that is the two fifteen minute breaks, is that like is that mandatory or is the second fifteen minute break like just kind of courtesy? Um, when you start you can like pick if you wanna wave. Like, if you want to have the option to waive your breaks. Otherwise, I mean, to be honest, like, you can wait. Like, there's no, there's no, like, eye in the sky, like, making sure you take your breaks. And, like, I've but skipped does that, a break like, or do you two get before. Paid because, if you, do, you, do you not get paid if you take your break or something? Or ten minutes? No, so the then, breaks then what's are What's the paid. point of not taking a break? You have to. It's just like, oh, I want to get some work done. If you sometimes I'll just be in a rush and like it's an internship and I'll be like you know I just want to try and work a little hard and like sometimes I just don't feel like I need it but the lunch break you have to take because that one you actually have to clock in and out thirty minutes or an hour. Got you. It's like whenever I if I have a thirty minute lunch break it's like almost like I can't even I can't even rest the you know after I eat I just eat and then it's like I have five minutes left. Yeah, I just I never. Most of the people there, they go and get lunch, but I just, I just make lunch every time and I'll eat and text if I need to text. And yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't do other much other than play on my phone or something. I mean, it's hot as yeah, hell outside. Honestly. So it was like one Dude, I was looking here the in other the, day. at the weather the past week in Chico, at least in Chico, I've seen, it's been like miserable i mean we we know we both know that that heat because we've been there for the past couple of summers yeah no it's miserable so like sacramento <laughs> is pretty similar to chico in terms of the climate yeah it was 109 let me see what it is because right it's because like, right now i mean i'm sitting Saturday. in a trailer like, you you can see me on the video but like i'm i'm in a trailer it's hot as yeah. fuck here but it's only like 90 it's yes yeah, it's only like 99 right or not even 99 probably mid 90s here but it's just like I get to, uh, Vegas. Vegas was one fifteen oh the other day. I'm so headed out to Phoenix cool in next week to work. Dude, it was one seventeen there. One seven. Oh, I thought you said one seventeen. No fucking way. One <laughs> seventeen. You're, there, you're gonna die. <laughs> no, it's not even boiling, but uh, when are you next going week. There? For I'm just gonna be doing like a little okay. week week job out there. Oh, yeah. It's okay. it's I've done it before, but it was during the winter time, and the winter time was nice. I mean, like it was like kind of chilly, I guess, but it's nothing nothing compared to how yeah. hot Have it you... gets there and it's fucking. I, I I don't know. I can't do a desert heat. I I live I live somewhat in the desert, but when I go to like the actual desert, I'm fucking like I'm completely blown away by the heat <laughs> dude every time i get out of like because i'll usually work opening shifts and oh, i honestly yeah. prefer those because i get up as i get up about 6 30 in the morning have to be at work by 8 done by 4 30 
and I, I closing shifts are just rough because especially if I'm working an opening shift the next day, it's like, okay, get off work, go right to bed and mm -hmm. wake up to work. I, know, I see it, dude. That's, oh my gosh. Um, that was the worst, man. But it's, it's honestly just the worst getting out of work and you're like, oh, I'm done with work and I'll be walking through the parking lot and then I'll be like, oh my God, I don't even want to know oh, how hot man, my car is yeah. right now. Because <laughs> there's no shade in the parking lot, and I'll just look at my car and be like, "It's probably." Oh like my gosh! At, at the very least, I mean, like it probably gets. I mean, it gets to like sauna temperatures in there, no doubt. Oh, dude! I'll open the door and just wait for the the wave of heat. Like it's 109 outside, and the heat coming out of my car is gonna hit me even hotter. Dude, and it's like disgusting. <laughs> It's disgusting. I'll and be God be like, forbid, Ugh. like, dude, oh my God. I, 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 it's like, it's it's gross to say, but like sometimes I'll forget like my gym clothes from the day before. And so like sweaty gym clothes plus like 160 degree heat. Your 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 car is like, it's unhabitable for like, like at least a couple minutes once you first started up. <laughs> no, dude. I, I Like it, when it was 109, I literally like, like it, I was going super quick. I leaned in, stuck the keys in, turned the AC on full blast and shut the door. And oh, I just man. stood out there Dude, for a while. Feel, uh, there's nothing worse than like right after the gym or something like that, especially something like where you're already sweating and then you get into your hot car and it's like, I don't have, I think you have leather seats, right? I don't have leather seats. Well, yeah, I mean that see that works seats. against you in, in the sun as well. But like I have the I have the yeah. uh yeah uh cloth seats or whatever that fabric is. And uh so whenever I'm like sweating in my car, I just fucking I can't even like press my back against the backrest just because I feel so gross. I don't want that sweat to get in my seat. And it's just so I don't know. Being in a hot car is probably like the epitome of discomfort for me. Yeah, I'll get I'll get out of my car once I like and it's become habitual for me. To after work, I hit up this place called California Burrito, and it's like it's every day, <laughs> every day now. I'll what do you go get? I, what do you I get? It's become a routine. I go, I get, I get the daily special, which is for like eight bucks or nine bucks. You get these three rolled tacos covered in guacamole and cheese, and then you get rice and beans with it. For, wait, with for how much? And I'll just get a water, but okay, yeah, that's for like that's eight or nine it. bucks. That's worth it. And. Every time I'll go there, get my food, and by the time I get home, I like, cause I'm I'm wearing usually I'm wearing a dress shirt, an undershirt, God rest and then your jeans, soul. and like I'll take the dress shirt off immediately after work, so it's like I'm not dealing with that. But I get home, and like my whole lower half of my body might as well just be like a slip and slide. It's Dude, so like oh sweaty. God. And it's like, are you, are you, uh, are you walking around a lot? Or are you just kind of stationary? Dude, I, I need one. I need something to count my steps because it's a, like, I'm Do you walking have an Apple so much. Like, I thought you did. Oh. No, I don't. But I can tell you that I genuinely am getting cardio from my job. That's so much better than if you were just like stuck at some nice. fucking desk all day. Oh yeah, dude. They make you do all this like online stuff at first and you are almost falling asleep at the computer the first few days and you're like, yeah, I, I need to get out there. Yeah, man. Uh, the, <laughs> so you're past all the training phase by now and yeah, no, I, I'm like, I'll, yeah, I, I'm done with all that. I'm actually oh, doing good. the job now. And getting really? paid damn well oh, that's it. good. That's <laughs> good. That's what really matters. Honestly. I mean, not that's not what really matters. Being happy with your job is what really matters, but being paid well is also a, a nice a nice addition to that. It's honestly gone by so fast. Like I'm just, I just got done with my third week there, and like I was talking about it with the other with like my coworkers, and they were like, "Yeah, it feels like you've been here forever, and it's going by super fast." And dude, I like. I can't believe I'm almost halfway oh, really? done. Wait, wait, when, when at are you the done? Same time. Oh yeah, eight weeks. Wait. So this will be my eight fourth more week. Weeks or eight up. weeks total. Damn. Okay. No, eight weeks total. Wait, when are you going back to Chico? Yeah. Well, that's that's a good question. I'll probably. So we'll go to Vegas, end of July, and after that, I'll probably come back home. And just hang out with my family. Then I'm going to Hive Music Festival mm. in oh, Salt Lake City. Yeah, on like August. So wait, 6th. wait, 
wait, think, wait, let's let's tangent a little bit. Who's who's headlining that stuff? Because I know it's like some crazy fucking names. So Friday headliner is Suicide Boys, and Saturday headliner is, uh, is it two? Is it a two day or three day? I get. Let me. I'm, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna day. look this up because the, this is. No, I have it. Well, it's got okay. So Post Malone and Suicide Boys are headlining. Then Trippy Red's gonna be there. Oh Flatbush no, fucking Zombies way, dude! <laughs> yeah, Flatbush Zombies, Draco the Ruler. You gotta Joey get. You, know, you gotta just. You gotta um, videotape the entire. Oh, no, I don't want you to videotape their set because that's fucked up. But you gotta send me a video at Flash, but Flatbush though, dude. Yeah, I will. Young oh, Gravy's man. gonna be there. That's all. Oh Mario my God, Judah. Dude, where the fuck is Mario Judah, man? <laughs> I know. Where is he? He messed the slump god. Yeah. I mean, there's a few on there that I'm just dude, gonna be focusing on. Oh my on. God, baby, that's awesome. <laughs> See, I've never been to a. I've never been to a festival. I had like. The, well, no, no. I've been to Neither a festival. I've been to. I've been to a few of them, but I've never been to one with that many like huge names. You know, like I think I've mentioned it actually before on the podcast. Like the only festival that I really, uh, or like festival esque music event that i've been to um that like really i don't know that re- that was really like that tier was probably warp tour like one of its last years and that was just a bunch of punk bands and stuff <laughs> i'm so happy no one can see what's going on on camera <laughs> <laughs> so anyways <laughs> anyways um uh, yeah no anyways the music festival (laughs) um yeah so no i never been to one but and honestly like i was talking to somebody about this the other day and i don't necessarily know if it's like i like concerts and like shows and stuff i'm i never done a festival and i'm not quite sure if it's like my scene but at the same time it's like you kind of have to go like you have to get that experience no, exactly. I mean, it's like, it's it's so much different than a uh, than like a normal. You go to see like one or two bands that you like, because I don't know. With a festival, it's let me think. It, a lot of the times, it's outdoors, which I like. You know, I, I love like anything. Like an, I always saw a bunch of stuff at the Irvine Amphitheater. That's like a big one that really stands out to me. Or the. Uh, if you're really lucky, I mean, I got one, I got to see one show at uh, Shoreline Amphitheater in San Jose, which was just, I mean, it's just an experience to be at one of those places with that many people. I mean, I don't know how things go with COVID now because I haven't been to a festival since COVID started, <laughs> but, but I mean, before, dude, yeah. I remember seeing, oh man, <laughs> I remember seeing Dead and Company, which is like the, uh, the reunion or uh, the, I don't know. They're basically the remaining people of the grateful dead. And the, as well as like John Mayer and a couple of people, uh, playing a bunch of grateful dead songs. And I saw them at shoreline amphitheater with like fucking, Oh man, what I can only imagine is 10,000 people just all, like all, I don't know. It was, it was a whole experience in and of itself, but I don't know, man, F- festival that wasn't even a festival, but, uh, I know a lot of festivals are held there and out outdoors, other places. And, it's just cool to be with that many people all to just experience music, you know? I I honestly, like, a big part of it, like, especially wanting to do it, because, like, from the beginning, I was like, oh, I don't know, maybe I'll pull out, like, I don't know. But, like, having this job I have now, working as much as I do, and, like, working with people who are, like, this is their career, I, like, realized just, like just how busy real life is it going to be and like i need to i need to cherish this like everyone like because that's just like i feel like a thing with older people like they know like oh i like tell people like i'm going my last year of college and everyone goes oh you gotta enjoy it okay do you know what's (laughs) weird that's so weird you say that like literally uh my dad just just yesterday i was sitting in my living room and my dad's like so you got one more year of college right i'm like like yeah if it pans out like one more year he's like only one year like you're like you're not gonna take any longer i'm like i'm like no he's like hey he's like i don't know i don't know he's or uh he said to me he's like i don't know man like that's when the real life that's when real life starts like maybe you just want to take it in like slowly i'm like i don't i mean don't is that what you want me to do graduate on time like <laughs> yeah so i don't know i mean 
No, obviously, there's always that, like, bro, what if I just took one more year of college? I could totally, you you could could do, totally it. do it. But you can it, absolutely do it. I could absolutely should I? do it. That's the thing. Yeah, it's the same. It's the thing of, like, listen, real life is, like, I can try to, like, pro- push it off as much as possible, but real life is going to hit me eventually, or I'm just going to be a loser my whole life. And I'm I might as well try to embrace it and Dude, get a jump start. That on is, it. I mean, I just do not want to be a loser. That's the thing. I mean, I've I've been around losers. I've right? seen, you know you, like especially like I don't know. I hate to say this, but like if you're part of the music scene of like any city, you meet a lot of losers. Like you meet a lot of amazing, great people, yeah. but you also meet a lot of people who, I mean, if you're part of any scene, I'd say, like you you meet a lot. Yeah. There's always, there's always just well, people yeah, who don't want to put exactly, in the work. Just want exactly. To the they want to, they want to look for the easiest way to success in some sort without putting in the work. And when it doesn't work out for them, they, you know, they blame X and that's exactly. Yeah, it's never so, their fault. I don't know. It's, it's, but that's honestly like this whole real, like, yeah, this this honestly, this internship has been good in terms of experience, but also just like prepping my mind for like that shift because yes. it's a big one. Like I have yes. I have buddies who like have all like I have a buddy of mine who's full time in school. He's got one year left, and he's working full time, salaried at a financial like stock firm. Yeah, or whatever they do something, <laughs> and he makes really good money, and he's getting his degree. And his whole, like, he has no free time, zero free time. Like he goes, except, you know, it's summer. So he does the time he has off of work. He has, you know, some time, but like during this last year of school, he literally goes to work, has all night classes, gets them all done, immediately goes yeah. to bed. That, that's his day. And it's just like, whoa. And like working 40 hours a week really gets you in that, like, that, well, know, yeah, and there's groove. I don't know. There's a there's a fine balance between working a lot and working, I don't know, like the right amount, I should say. Because I I don't know. Mm-hmm. I always look at someone like like my my own mom as an example because she works probably I mean the most that I see out of anyone, and but in honestly kind of a healthy mm-hmm. way for her specific for her specific circumstance. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, so my mom, yeah, my mom like does that. interior design, and it's something that she has had a passion for, you know, for her pretty much her entire life. And she was fortunate enough to be able to actually fully pursue that in her own her own gig. And so, like, but I, I constantly see her working from pretty much the moment she wakes up to she gets home at like six o'clock at night, and then I see her working on stuff later until I go to bed the whole time though, you know, she really enjoys it. So it's not necessarily like a job for her. And I think, I don't know that, that really rubbed off on me. Like I fuck dude. Like, I don't know what exactly I want to do, but I know I want to find something to where I could work on it all day, be thinking about it. I'd be immersed in it all the time and be okay with that. Oh, I I've, you know, I still have, you know, five weeks left of this, but I know that afterwards they're going to offer me a job. And I know that I know, you know, I'm starting to get an idea of those terms and like, it sounds really good. Like coming out of college, it sounds really good and stuff. But at the same time, I have to like think, especially cause I'm only 20 about to be 21 that I'm really pro I'm really going to go over my options just because like, I feel like I'd be selling myself short if I didn't explore mm-hmm. everything after this. And like do exactly what I want to do. Because I've had an idea in my head of what I wanted to do. And I just feel like I have to go for that because I, I, I just can't settle, especially at this age. Yeah, I mean, I understand that feeling. But, you know, you can't settle. But who knows what exactly... What exactly lies for us? No, it's I don't, really I'm, good, it, dude. You're, you're, it's really good, and that's what I'm saying. I still have five weeks left. Yeah, I have well, no you're, idea you're how set up. Yeah, your setup is very good. I mean, you you get to at, le- at the very least, you know, test your foot in an industry that somewhat appeases you, like already. It's just you yeah. get to test your test the waters a little bit. I don't know if test the foot was the right term. Test the waters, but that I don't know. I feel like yeah. that's the best kind of experience you can get. At an age like twenty one, or you're almost twenty one, right? What's your birthday? Yeah. 
Uh, How many days? It's in six days. In oh six shit, days. dude! Dude, I literally. The thing is, I get the twenty fourth off. Starting on my birthday, I have a six. Damn, day that work is streak. fucked. So, but the, but the nice thing is, I got it switched. So, the day of my birthday, I work an opening shift. And then the next yeah. day I work closing, so I can go out to dinner with my parents and stuff. But where, wait, July where are you going 1st, to dinner? That's a very important question. Uh, oh hell yeah, that's awesome! Chris. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I was, um, <laughs> I was gonna say I'll after... send you a Venmo to buy yourself a drink, but not at Ruth's Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Some kind of steakhouse is what we'll probably go. You better to. be out back. But July first, which is my. <laughs> It's my first day off after my birthday. We're going to Red Hot. Where is that? Sacramento? Somewhere? Uh yeah, it's I'm pretty it's like um how would I describe this but let me let me pull it up on maps so I don't you know hey Red Hawk yeah, if real. you want to sponsor. For real. I have I yeah, I want I want to keep on this casino <laughs> tangent after this. Don't don't let me forget. Red Hawk Casino. Okay, so it's down outside of Shingle Springs. I have no idea where fuck Shingle Springs is. is. Okay, so you know where uh, El Dorado somewhat, Hills yeah. is? Okay, it's east of that, like gotcha, probably like twenty gotcha. miles east. Okay. Now, have you ever been to a? Have you ever been able to gamble at a casino before? Do they have any any eighteen and up no, casinos only... around you? Okay. No, no. We had no, a couple. We have no, a couple no, here. here in San Diego. And I've lost my, you know, I, I, ever since you're 18, you're like, oh, you know, I can finally go to a, like, you know, a casino and lose some money real quick. And so I went and I've lost like, I don't know, probably $60 over my life and never went back after probably the age of 19. And then finally, uh, I just turned 21. <clears throat> and so my dad and my dad and I were like, oh, let's go out to dinner at the, the casino right right down the street from my house that's only 21 and up so i've never been there because they have like a really good steakhouse and we went there and i actually won 160 dollars for the first time so instant instant gambling really on what let me tell you uh uh what just you, i don't even know it was some some slot machine that was like uh i don't know it was like gold rush themed or some shit and uh you there was some jackpot where you have to like I only won like nine free games or something, and they, that won me two hundred bucks. I got that down to one sixty and cashed out. <laughs> Needless to say, great, I don't know. I'm not. I, I don't really the... like. I don't really like gambling because it's. No, I, I no, always no. lose, and that was a once in a li- once in a lifetime thing for me. My dad's someone who always wins. He always ends up. I don't know something like he really? has that luck gene or something, but I don't. My my, it's weird. My family had like my grandpa had um, like that gambling. Yeah, you know, he had that gambling bug, and he really enjoyed it. He would bet. He would go to the casinos, but more of the time uh, it was see. sports. I betting. can understand sports betting a little and, more though. You know. Yeah, yeah, and it it kind of skipped my dad. My dad isn't a big. I'll be honest though. Lately, my dad has been like, "Hey, if you know, I'm seeing these sports books pop up." You know, my dad's a huge sports fan, and he's like, he he does like, you know, he's, yeah. he's he wants to get involved, but yeah. he did it for a while, but didn't like it. But now I think he's thinking of getting back into it. Um, but then my cousin got is like got that gambling bug from my grandpa, and it's not like a bad. It's not like a. I say gambling bug. I don't mean like it's a a, a it's addiction and they're struggling they from it. But they they yeah. they really yeah, do yeah. enjoy gambling. I can see I can see some people being able to harness it as like a somewhat healthy thing, you know. But it I can see how it can no, easily yeah. get out of control too. Cause dude, oh my gosh, like yeah. once you win a little bit, you're like, oh man, I want to keep I want to keep putting this money in so that I can get some more. But you know, you don't get more. That's the thing. Well, they they have it down to yeah. like psychology, like how lights are gonna oh, affect your man. brain and yeah. like the reward system. And like, even when you're losing, you think you're winning on a slot. Oh. Like, let's say you you do a spin that costs you like a dollar, yes. and you win eighty cents. You're like, it's flashing, and like, oh, you won eighty cents, but you really lost. <laughs> exactly, 20. dude. And I mean, even even down to just like, yeah, like that same psychology of like, I, uh, you know, you win a hundred dollars, but oh, I just spent a hundred and fifty trying to win that hundred dollars. Yeah, and exactly. then let me cash that out and bring it to the next thing. I mean, I don't know. I I understand tables yeah. a little more because you know that's that's 
like if I'm playing blackjack, for example, I'm like, I, well, <laughs> I wish, dude, I wish I was that fucking smart. <laughs> no, you don't have to be. I'll, I'm. De- we'll keep this under wraps, but I, I'm definitely gonna attempt <laughs> it at Vegas. <laughs> Let's just hope this podcast doesn't get big. It's not cheating. It's completely. It's really? completely legal. Well, yeah, it's just the come at me. I know my. I, know, I know the law. It's a. Uh, I don't know. It's been, it's been crazy because like I I've lived next to so many like Native American reservations with casinos my whole entire life and it's like I never really got to like mm-hmm. I always went to the buffets and stuff because the buffets were always fucking bomb bomb yeah that's where that's where we come <laughs> back oh <laughs> dude that's the thing the man score. I join like a membership or whatever so I get like a free buffet every week every oh month yeah 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 the- oh man shout out Valley View Casino Sandy. Watch us, watch us get comped like another <laughs> Vegas trip while we're in Vegas because we lose all our money. Dude, I am so I am so scared of like just something happening and I just go completely broke. Dude, that's I'm saying. Like I'm bringing a thing, set dude. amount of money and I'm ready. I'm re- and it's money that I like am putting aside that isn't going towards anything and that I'm fully prepared to lose. <laughs> and anything I have over have left over is a win. And honestly, I might anything I have left over might be going on. Oh, so where, what? Uh, uh, how much do we have to like drop once we get there for the hotel room again? Because I know we already put like a certain amount down. Um, I okay. think it's like 120. Okay. Yeah, and then I'm, dri- um, I'm driving back home, so I gotta we, keep, I'm make sure I have money for gas on the way back. Yeah, I'm. I got my flight booked like perfectly. Like, what? What was like? What time were you? Because I know a check-in is at like three o'clock. What, it takes you, me about. How long does it, take it takes me about know, four or five hours, depending on traffic. Okay, I'm. I'm flying. I'm gonna be landing in Vegas. I'll be at there. But I'll probably be there at about one or two, because I'd like to leave early. Okay. Yeah, and then. Uh, yeah, we'll probably just we'll, we'll probably just chill at the casino honestly till check in, and uh oh. Basically, when you like coming, okay. So basically, if you haven't been to the Vegas airport, <clears throat> like you land, and you're sitting on a plane for a bit, and when you get off. Like immediately, there's just slot machines everywhere. Like, and understandably so, they want to make their money. But like, the ones at the airport are just like horrible odds. Like, they are the worst odds. They're meant to like catch you while you're leaving and just grab that last bit of money. Oh yeah, and I can only imagine. Like, as soon as I land, I'm gonna be like straight out of the airport. I'm not getting caught up there. Dude, I I've been to the Vegas airport when I was like I was like 19. I was doing a job in Vegas for my parents and then just flying back to Chico or flying back to Sacramento to go to Chico. But, uh, I remember like seeing those slots and just, I, I mean, usually when you're walking through a, uh, when you're walking through a casino, you see at least one person with like, you know, the little jackpot thing going off winning, but all you see at the, at the airport in Vegas is just solemn faces. No yeah. one's winning shit. No one's winning shit. Do they have tape? Do they have tables at the at the at the airport, or is it just no, slots? Just slots. Oh, okay. That'd be crazy. That would be crazy. <laughs> Maybe in like the VIP room or whatever. I guess we flew back back, and there was a guy who was just plastered on the plane, and people were telling him to shut up. <laughs> Vegas is and and. I just hope that doesn't become one of us. Yeah, no, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, I want to call my bank. And be like, don't let me withdraw over this amount of money these three days because I like I I like I trust myself and I I think I'll be like completely fine. But just it's Vegas and I and I've never done Vegas, so you guys need to just keep me like you need to keep me like straight on my finances. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean honestly, I'm just gonna leave my card in the room and just use cash. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. That's probably the best idea. If we get, if we get Hermley there. Oh man, oh man. Bro, I got a, just two hundred more. I swear to God, I'm only down like three hundred. I'll be back up. I'm gonna put it all on red. <laughs> Bro, I'm putting the AR on red. What do you mean insufficient funds? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Bro, where can I score alone? Bro, do you think I could live out here? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude, I've been to I've been to Vegas like, I mean, I've been to Vegas at least thirty times. I don't know, probably close to thirty times, just to mostly to do work. And so you see like the people that just get caught, like you can tell the people that choose to live in Vegas and you can tell the people that just got caught up in Vegas. Yeah. And it, it, that's just, I, I, I don't know, man, that fe- that seems like a horrible fate <laughs> to just be caught up in the city of Las Vegas. Wasn't there an article? I'm looking it up now. There's like a group of people that live under Vegas in like the sewers. Yes. The mole people. Yeah. That the I think mole they call people live, living beneath the Las Vegas strip. Oh my god, dude! It's it's unbelievable. Okay, so I remember actually seeing people uh, walking into the little uh, tunnels. I was in Summerlin. Really? Yeah, I was in Summerlin, where like I don't know, there's tunnels that come down from the mountains or the mountains. I don't know. They drain down to there, and I remember seeing some people walk down there. And I think that's, I think that's the same connection of tunnels of sewage tunnels underneath the las vegas strip houses thousands of homeless people who call themselves the mole people they live in concrete pits that are meant to drain rainwater from the city after a storm that means when it does rain people are at risk of having their homes washed away or drowning pitch black with no surveillance cameras the tunnel are the tunnels are a breeding ground for crime and illegal activity from ex-prisoners to drug addicts, many people living in the tunnels feel forgotten by society and claim they are treated like pieces of shit. I mean, dude, imagine those Jesus. fucking... Imagine the tweak chat, Snapchat stories, bro. Oh, my God. The, the from... tunnels, the mole people, the mole people group story. <laughs> bro, they probably have like... Just, they have they're like all their... just they're all just pitch black snaps. <laughs> they all have their own filter. They have like their own filter, like Mole City, Nevada. <laughs> Mole City, Nevada, under the strip. Bro, it's like you ever play? You ever play that game Metro? Yeah, like Metro? <laughs> it's like it's like Metro, dude. But they living in the uh, the subway tunnels. That's got to be fucking insane, dude. I, I mean, I. I I wouldn't know what I would do if I was fucking banished to the to the Las Vegas tunnels. How, I, how would I you would try to get that? my life together. <laughs> how would you survive that? I don't know. I mean, I don't even. Okay, want I mean, to know okay, what goes I, on down there. Like, okay, no. The way I think of that, the way I think of it is, I would get lost if they they talk about thousands of miles of tunnels. I would get lost in that. I, I think of like this fucking video I saw on like Reddit when I was like twelve of some dude that got lost in like the Paris catacombs. You know, and oh, that yeah. that was like the most terrifying fucking thing to ever cross my mind is getting lost in like a labyrinth of just complete darkness. Like that that's fucking terrifying. And I mean Speaking of fucking homeless people, bro, I have not kept up with like well, I know there's been that camp by Orange by the actual Orange House, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, um, yeah. We have <laughs> not the San Diego outpost. No, nor the Sacramento <laughs> one. <laughs> but uh, I know they're. I'm pretty sure they're still there. Oh, they're definitely still there. They got extended. Gotta, yeah. Well, yeah. I know that. I haven't checked them. I'm gonna check Comanche Creek news right now. <laughs> Comanche, Comanche Creek. Lot closing. No, 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 no. That's BS. So just, I don't know. For those of you who don't know, Comanche Creek is, there's a local (laughs) park in Chico that's just, I don't know, man. The best way I could describe it is it looks like a Grateful Dead concert. Like it looks like the parking lot of a Grateful Dead concert with like probably 300 plus people that just fill and that fill and like put up, you know, obviously tents and just like, I don't know, like easy and just lots of shit there. Alert. What's up? (laughs) Fire at Comanche Creek started by an escaped cooking fire. That's a shocker. If you don't know this, the homeless people of Chico buy these little propane propane grills. Or they steal them like they stole ours. Yeah, yeah, and they do not know how to use them. And they will constantly start, like, blow up and start fires wherever they are. Like, it's happened next to Orange, and it just happened in Comanche Creek. Oh, it's happened, Creek. it's happened three times next to next Yeah, to they just house. blow up. Like, I, I don't know how it happens, how you don't know how to use that thing, but they just blow up these little 
propane grills. A lot of the time, though, too, it's uh, at least I've heard in Comanche Creek, it's people making meth that shit that shit explodes. That and too, yeah, causes definitely. a fire. I don't really know what exactly causes the explosion when it comes to meth, but something, and it happens a lot. And damn, dude, I. I remember waking up, I don't know if I've told the story in the podcast, but I remember wait, uh, I was asleep in my bed, probably three in the morning, and I was with my ex-girlfriend, and all of a sudden we hear an explosion outside, and we wake up, uh, I, I think it's a gunshot, which you hear every once in a while, and I thought it just woke me up, went back to sleep for about maybe 20 minutes, and then all of a sudden we just hear like a crackling, like someone's like rustling leaves outside. And I open my window, and the entire riverbed that borders my house is on fire. Like, fucking, like, I, from bottom to top trees, probably 15 feet high, all on fire. And, uh, like, I step outside, I'm like, what the fuck? I call it 911, and, get, and the fire department comes pretty quick, actually, and put it out. But what I come to find out later, that those explosions were all the propane tanks that you were talking about uh, yeah. on those grills. Left some fire that just went out of control, and then the homeless people dipped and almost burnt my house down. And and it's happened where they have burnt people's house down. Oh yeah, uh, right in Chico. And I mean, dude, it's like, man, it's I, I I hate that it's become like a home like a homeless issue because it's it's unfortunate that there's a homeless problem. But it comes it's like you get it comes to this point where you're like, what's what's the point where we draw the line? Because then it's like it's it's I mean, dude, that could have easily... I was asleep. What if that shit yeah. just started my you, house on fire? You also have to realize, like... And the way the, like, local media... Like, there are genuinely are people struggling there. But it's, like, one out of a hundred. Like, like at being, like, a witness to it, being there... I can tell you a lot of these people with the programs that don't want to get help. That They just stay where they are and do drugs until they're dead and that's an unfortunate reality but that's mm-hmm. what it is and you have to like we have to admit that it that's some it's a hard thing for society to admit you know because it's like you don't want that to be the reality but i and i it's not the reality for a hundred percent of those people but i mean someone I, I i was listening to uh dr drew on like a bunch of his podcasts and he's apparently he claims to have dealt with a lot of like drug addicts and homelessness in in his career and he said like one thing that i remember him talking about is just like yeah a lot of these people it it really isn't a question of like do they want to get better it's they want to keep doing drugs and it's it's a matter of you got to change their mindset before they're actually going to change and that's i feel like with addiction as a whole you gotta that person really wants to have to change and if that's i don't know you, you, it's unfortunate what's what's come of of the of all of this, but something's got to change because it's, it's getting a little bit out of hand. Yeah. I'm looking at the Chico arrest log right now and you know, it's summer. Most of the college kids are out. So you don't see them getting drunk in public. It's all tweakers. (laughs) All of them are tweakers. It's, Oh man. I just sent you a picture. One of my (laughs) favorite. You did. did. Check her out. Knock the Topo Chico over. Let me see. Yeah, see, it's... <laughs> it's sad, bro. It's, it's really sad because you look at these mugshots and you're like, these people, like when you hear the term ravaged by drug, that like there's ravaged by drink. These people are like in that, like they are completely gone. Yeah, and it's, I don't know, like he... Well, like how how okay so here's here's the question that like I don't expect an answer from but like how do we how do we reach out to those people and give them help when I mean I feel like there is I mean I don't really because I'm not a part of that that world really I don't really know how available think, drug counseling and stuff is but like I feel like it's somewhat available and I think it's, just, it's literally like back in the 80s America shut down like its psychiatric wards mm-hmm. almost all of them and that was huge. I don't know why they did that or who made that call. It was the, the Reagan administration, Reagan, wasn't it? I, I don't know. Yeah. That was one, like, that was, and, like, a lot of these people have mental health problems. And, you know, whatever that's from, they have mental health problems. And they should be able to go to one of those places and get treatment. There's not a lot of places for that. 
a lot of these people are str- just com- like completely fine people who are struggling and like that's that's more of a that's a small that's a minority like we can all say that because if you are genuinely like working to like get off the streets and you're not addicted to drugs and you've fallen hard on like it's just hard luck you're probably going to make it back like if you're yeah. willing to like work but well, yeah. like the two main sects that I'm concerned with are people with mental illnesses who should be getting treatment and getting help and then there's those people that don't want help and are just going to do drugs until they die and like those like you can't help those people unless they yeah. want to help themselves like there's no not no amount of stuff you can do if they don't want it that nothing's going to happen mm-hmm. so it, it, that's really the two big things for me is like the mentally ill and the people who just are going head first like go on on a quick course to like death <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's really unfortunate, but that's it's very true. There, it really isn't like there isn't the help that people need, like mentally, especially, right at at their front. I mean, like think okay, think about when we saw the uh, we <laughs> just a couple of weeks ago at your house. We thought we saw a dead body. Remember that? Oh yeah. So we thought we saw. I I actually parked my car next to a guy that was. We figured out later was asleep, but he he was face down in the grass of a church parking lot, uh, with flies buzzing all around him, not breathing. Yeah, like but, like, like not breathing, barely breathing. Yeah, if he was breathing, it was the most shallow breathing ever. And so, like, yeah, we were. I was kind of concerned because I mean, this dude's just sitting here, especially with the flies buzzing. That was really morbid. And so I, yeah. I go inside and I'm like, "Yo, did you see this guy out there?" None of Dom or his roommates saw it before, so I called nine one one because I was like, "Hey, this might." I I remember being on the phone with them saying, "Hey, there might like I don't know if this guy's okay or if he's alive or not, but I think he's shallowly breathing out there," and no one came. Yeah, no, they probably nobody came. They probably get that call so much. Luckily, we saw the guy get up and and walk away after like after like forty five minutes. I think I was taking a test and I came out and the first thing was like, you see the dead guy across the street. I'm like, what? And I like <sighs> look outside and he was not like people were walking by him, like just looking at him. And we're, we sat, we must've sat on the porch for about 20 or 30 minutes waiting to like, see if an ambulance or something would come and they never showed up. And then finally he like rolled over, <laughs> rolled over and got up and we got walked away. But it's like, dude, I mean, that was shocking for me because I was like, I mean, I called about what I thought was a dead body, which is pretty yeah. urgent, which is pretty urgent, uh, you know, urgent like news for a dispatcher, I would think. Yeah. And no one showed up. It's so. weird, too, because like in that moment. And I also think it's like because, you know, it's kind of like today, tweakers are a big thing. And it's like ODs happen all the time mm-hmm. that like for us. While we're sitting there waiting and he hasn't moved and we haven't seen anybody come, we're sitting on the porch wondering, like, are, is that is that guy dead? Is there a dead body yeah. right over there, yeah. like across the street? Is that guy really dead? Like, you're just sitting there like, am I really looking at a dead body right now? <laughs> oh, man, that was wild, dude. Homie, I like he he got up and he walked away like nothing happened. So yeah, like was, nothing. Apparently, like he, he was just, just come on the brink of death, dude. I mean, he like that. I, I don't know. Like, I can't really even describe it well enough to where like the way he was positioned. But it was the most dead body looking, yeah, alive person I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And like, I he he looked and played the part like a fucking actor. I, I don't know. I give props to him on that, but he got up and walked away like uh, completely unscathed. Um, he his body was just rejuvenated, if you will, completely limp. Like like, just like he fell like that or something, and like, and it would do. Do you remember we? I mean, we tapped him trying to like wake yeah. him up, and yeah, yeah I mean, we, homie would we not like, wake hey, up. Wake, we were like yelling at him, wake up. I mean, <laughs> just like, to, yeah. I mean, with like at, not at a certain to point, you're like. Holy shit! Like you start feeling like bad for the dude. You're like, did this? Am I looking like did this guy really just die? Like, is he dying? Like, I don't know how much I can do. No, 
Yeah, like I called like, and like I'm watching now. Not well, not not moved. to mention not to mention in the back of my mind, like I've had, <laughs> I've had friends, you know, try to help like a homeless guy, and then that guy all of a sudden think that they're trying to attack him and get yeah. aggro, and God forbid, you know, you you provoke him in some way. Yeah, so you try to you kind of it's touch and go a little bit. So you exactly. got that. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Uh, the entire the entire culture of Chico. Dude, speaking of the culture of Chica, getting off the, the morbid uh, topic of so the topic of you know dying tweakers is always a fun one, but like <laughs> the topic of the culture of Chico, something I've noticed, like even just being in SAC, I see it on like, Snapchat and everything. Like everybody's now that we're all, I mean, now that you're all twenty-one, um, we have a bunch of friends like working at bars now. Yeah. And that's like, I don't know. For for me, that's really weird because, like, I don't know. When we weren't 21, the bars were like a legend, like a myth. <laughs> like, like, it was something we were just not able to access. You're never now able to friends, indulge like, in until, like, you finally. Like, right now, the, now the boys are working. They're like, I know Fab is working. And yeah, a few guys. Uh, Mason's about to get a job at one. Yeah, I was I was honestly that was my plan once I got back to Chico was uh really? I mean if if I stayed in Chico this summer I was going to try to work at one. But uh What do you think you would do just I either just work the door or just whatever they would have me do because that gotcha. that's that's what I saw the opening for and I mean that doesn't seem too hard. <laughs> no. Yeah, dude. I still have yet to be to every all of you have I still have yet to be to a bar in Chico. Besides like Actually, yeah, granted a few times, but like really been to a bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're. It's fun. Don't get me wrong. It's really fun, but you know, it's money. That's the thing. That's the big yeah. thing. No. It's like it's the money. I was talking to people back in Chico, and like they're they. It's summer. They like going to the bars, and I was and uh, I was like, that's gotta be a little expensive though. And they're like, oh yeah, bro. Like I can't go too much, and like. There's some people we know who I guess dropping like a hundred bucks a night. Oh, dude! I mean, like the fir- my first, my twenty first birthday, the morning of my twenty first birthday. Oh, I, <laughs> I, my credit card bill was, or my credit card, my debit card uh, bill the next day. Yeah, it was like a hundred and ten dollars or something for yeah. one bar, and it was. I mean, granted. Granted, my friends helped me out some of it because <laughs> it was my yeah. birthday. But you I mean, be liable for all of it. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was. Uh, I mean, it could get you. And that was just uh, we told the story of my twenty first birthday. So yeah, that was on, that was only granted. that was only like a four hour period. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's the yeah. it was about four hour period, and so much happened. Oh my gosh, dude! Yeah, I have a I have a. a Someone recognized me from that day. Uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you after. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, someone recognized me that day or from that day. But yeah, it's uh, g- moral of the story. If you're turning 21, make sure you have some good friends with you. I did, and luckily, I didn't make too much of a fool of myself. Yeah, luckily, uh, he only threw up on my car once. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It happens, but hey, you know what? I was I I wouldn't have had it any other way. It was a hard. I was I was okay. Honestly, though, like I was going through some shit at the, on my twenty first birthday, and like I had. The, and the, you the worked time, it out. Well, yeah, the time that my friends gave me really helped me out, and I was honestly I couldn't have asked for any better. So thank you to you how, guys. How how could you? you know, be going through issues when you can barely remember what happened. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. How could I be, how could I be stressed out about my real issues when I j- can just be figuring out what, like where my wallet is, you know, where my wallet is, where my phone is, you know, my keys. Am I breathing? Yeah. Am I breathing? How did I get the shirt on? Yeah, <laughs> Dude, that was the most confusing shit. You changed my pants and my shirt. We changed your pants. Yeah. I don't remember that one, but dude, I woke up in different pants, and I didn't like. I remember having the shirt from somewhere else, but I don't remember where the pants came from. But you know, I, I, uh, I remember the funny part was (laughs) that we like changed you, like you're dead, and we changed you into a shirt that said, "I got my education at Riley." (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. (laughs) 
That's a, that's... Nick just like slumped <laughs> on the couch and just going like, occasionally we'll just be having a conversation and you completely separately will just go, I'm fucked up. <laughs> we'll be like, what? I'm fucked up. <laughs> Need oh some water? Oh man, you're you fucking lucky that uh that you're not in Chico for your twenty first birthday. Oh my god, bro. You'd be exactly the same. Guys were already asking me like, you have that day off? I was like, No, I do not. Oh man, can we be working? (laughs) Thank God. Can we go over uh uh Halloween two thousand nineteen? Oh my god. No, we can't, bro. We can. But like, I'm like, just okay, just roughly. I'm trying to think like, <laughs> just roughly. I'm trying. What, to do think. you even do you know? Do you remember what we? I I don't really even remember what we were doing that night. I, I we just kind of hung out at my house, right? Oh no, no, we went no, somewhere. We went, no, we went yeah. somewhere. We went to our buddy, like our buddy's house. Mason was there at the time. Yeah, yeah. and and uh, <laughs> I didn't. There was like, it was my first to go in with you guys. And I just remember, God, I just remember being like we we had bought a few days before in honor of Jim Leahy. We had bought the R and R, the bought, rich and rare. We had the, like oh, half man. a bottle of that left. And this was sophomore year, so beginning, like relative beginning of sophomore yeah. year. So some of our freshman tendencies were still there, and a bunch of people brought burnets. Oh man, which was rough. Burnett's for like I don't know if I don't really don't know how accessible Burnett's vodka is, in in other parts of like California or the country for that matter. But Burnett's is this at least in Chico, it's seven dollars for like a quart of vodka, and yeah, it's it, it's the cheapest, and it comes you can get it in plastic, and a lot of people do. It's gross, and but, you can get it in like a fucking forty different flavors, and every single one of them is just as bad as the other. Yeah, but to be honest, I was honestly going through some <laughs> some shit that night as well, and I just Burnett's remember like that too. Start like I had never really drank with you guys like that before, and I remember just handling the R and R, and just like I remember I was dressed up as Dexter from the TV series, and. I just remember, like, I sat on the couch and, like, was just, like, kind of spacing out. And there was, like, I have no idea why I made this decision. But there was, like, a quarter of a bottle of, like, an Apple Burnett's. Like a, oh, or something. my God. Like, like the green one? Green Apple Burnett's. Oh, my God. And I just, I, and I had a bottle of Sprite. And I was just, like, I'm going to finish that. And so I did. And then I, I don't remember how I got into the car I got in, but I remember I was with you guys and we went to Taco Bell and you guys, like, I, I couldn't even imagine eating, <laughs> but I remember. Oh you yeah. Guys, you were going to throw up. You were you like, guys got stuff. And it, I start, it hit my nose. Like I got the scent of it. And I'm like, I'm going to throw up in this, in this car. <laughs> and I'm like trying to hold myself, like downing water that I had gotten. And then finally I like, got back to the house and like ran up to it. Like at, thinking I was about to throw up. And I didn't throw up, but I just fell backwards onto my back, and you had to pick me up. And we got into your house, and I was yeah. just on the floor from there on out. He's on no, but you were on the, the my favorite part though is you were on the floor on the Big Joe, which is like the the beanbag chair yeah. I used to have. It's like you just like sprawled out on the on the Big Joe. We had probably ten people in my house too, so and in my little living room, yeah. so it was pretty packed. You're fucking just sprawled out, dressed as Dexter, and yeah. we had our little dog at the time, Bella, yeah, Bella. The, the little black lab crawling all over you, and you were just fucking like I don't know. You were you you didn't know what was going on to the point where you thought that people were messing with you, so you were like, yeah. oh, pushing it away. <laughs> oh man, it was hilarious. That was yeah, that was my equivalent. I, but the thing is like. I've never had a night that I completely don't remember. Yeah. Like, I've never lost. Like, they'll be like, it'll be spotty, and maybe I won't remember moments. But, like, I have an understanding of what happened that night. I never let myself. Like, there was no time I was doing stuff without conscious thought. Well, at least partially conscious thought going into it. Well, and yeah. So I've never, like, completely just missed a night or missed an entire, like, hours-long thing of what's doing something well and like okay but and you know even if you i've only gotten to that point probably i've gotten to the point where i've like really don't like remember like 
like probably a period of four hours, probably two times in my life. And every time after that, I could not even think about getting, about drinking alcohol for probably the next five days at the minimum. But you know, you know those people, and we know them that could just do that every single night. I couldn't even imagine. You know, I couldn't imagine just like being able to even my body take that. Like I feel like I would just, I feel like I would, I would yeah. shut down. You know. I, I imagine like once I got through, once I got through the first few nights, maybe my body would start to adapt. But the thing is, like, I can't do that sustained because I care too much about my health. And like, I try to work out, I try to eat healthy, and like, exactly. I just don't want that to be a setback. And yeah, exactly. That just that. I don't know. That'll it'll ruin my next day, if not the next two or three days for yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> like my stomach will be the most affected easily. Like my digestive tract and all that will be messed up for a few days if I if I go too hard. Yeah, even like I don't know. Even if I have like like a more than one beer when I'm like when I'm like eating a meal, it'll just my stomach will just be so fucked up. Bloated the the night. too. Yeah, just bloated, yeah. and it's like I I get to the point where it's like it's almost not worth it to just. Like, I don't know, you know, it all comes down to that, like, like, do I want to get fast food right now and have that, you know, 30 seconds yeah. of pleasure or do I want to uh, make food at home and then, you know, feel better later? And yeah. it's always the the latter choice is better, but, you know, a lot of people, well, including me, just go for instant gratification a lot of the time. It's also but, about, like, and, and the thing is, like, if you are genuine, genuinely in shape and you work out and you eat healthy, if you have one day where you like eat shitty, your your body can usually metabolize that, and like it won't really affect you. Um, it's also though about finding like like I have a like place California burrito. It's not horrible for you, okay? I can eat it, and I can I can like get some like if I work out that day, it's not gonna affect me too bad. It's like it's not like I'm eating Taco Bell or like you know McDonald's or something like like there are places that I won't touch. Oh man. Like I can't eat Taco Bell anymore. It it messes with uh, me. Man. Yeah, I I I agree with that. I mean, I love some good Taco Bell just like on like I a random too. night, but and I used at to the same time the next day I hate myself so much, dude. I, no, it'll mess like my digestion like I I won't I won't defecate right. I mean, that's it. That's the harsh reality of it. Like literally the next morning you feel just, I don't know. You feel so shitty. Yeah. And, it, and no good. Uh, man, how do you do a spicy stuff? Do you, do you pay for it? No, I, that's one I've never really gotten. There's been a few times where it's been like really spicy and I have paid for it, but like generally I, I, I do fine with spicy foods. I don't know. I've like, I guess I could say the same thing where it's been like a couple times where like a couple notable times where it's like, you know, just f inferno. And yeah. it's just, it's, no, it's exactly. horrible because it's horrible. If, it's, if I am feeling it, it's because I went way like it, it was, it, it I feel bad. like, no, no, no. I feel like it was almost like a tolerance thing. You know, how you yeah. build, you know, how you build up a, you know, how you build up like a tolerance for pretty much anything, but like, especially with like eating spicy food. You can kind of build up a tolerance. I feel like, I mean, for lack of a better term, your butthole gets a fucking tolerance of, of spiciness after a while because now it's like it doesn't affect me. But it used to, it used to be a problem to the point where it's like I would just avoid spicy food altogether because of that. Yeah, I I enjoy spicy food, like I it, I know a lot of people that I can't handle spicy, but like I I think growing up. Like maybe because I, I used to hate it. I was like, why the hell would I eat something spicy? Like I'm not gonna enjoy that. But there's like an added experience to it because like when you're eating something, like all you're doing is tasting. But when you like eat something spicy, you're feeling that you're feeling that like heat. And it's I don't know. It's there's something enjoyable about it for me nowadays. Like Nashville hot chicken. I don't know if they have a lot of good places like that in San Diego, but there's some good ones up here. And I love Nashville hot chicken. I, I mean, probably some of the spiciest shit I've ever had in my life was like, aside from just like a straight hot sauce was just like some really spicy Thai food. Yeah. Like, oh, like yeah, I, Thai I mean, I get it at like, I get it at like a medium, maybe 
when I when I when I get it from a Thai place, at least the ones in Chico, I usually get it at a medium, and they know me, so they know that I go there all the time. So they know exactly what how much spice I want. I just ask for a medium, but some places, dude, the mild will kill me. My parents get me they get the hot or extra hot, and it's yeah. to the point where, oh dude, my god, oh my gosh, how the fuck do you enjoy that? No, my parents. Will how do you there. enjoy my, that? My dad, like my dad, uh, like my grandpa did, and my dad did. They would grow peppers. And they would grow some hot ones, like habaneros and stuff. And they would just be so excited to eat these hot as hell peppers. Like, mul- like plenty of them. And just, like, eat them and, like, be like, ooh, that's hot. Like, that's nice. And I'd be like, like, I'll try one and just be burning. And I'll be like, how are you enjoying this? My parents will be like, oh, we love it. Like, yeah. what? It's got to be a degradation of your taste buds and you need that heat or something. I don't know, man. I don't know. And then there's people like Herm who like you, you give him like you give him like a tomato and he's like, bro, that's fucking spicy, bro. Yeah. That's fucking spicy. Like, <laughs> like, dude, like I, 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 I genuinely think that like maybe maybe it's like his taste buds. It's like ramped up or something. Maybe it's like a genetic thing. Maybe like know, it's so intense that if you gave him like a ghost pepper, maybe he would like go into a coma or something. <laughs> Herm in a coma. Oh man, this name my new band. Bro, I'm about to go. I'm about to go into a coma. <laughs> Bro, I'm about to slip under. Bro, these hot Cheetos are no joke. <laughs> Bro, these talkies are bussing. It just slips away. How do you eat these things? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Takis had me like that though sometimes. I mean, they're so good that I'll overindulge. I'll eat like, you know, three of them right away. Like, I mean, I, I'm not even going to claim to be a, a big spicy guy. Like, I like spice every once in a while, but like sometimes it it, it gets me too much. And like with Takis especially, dude, fucking all. I have like three of them at one time. If they hit my tongue at the wrong angle, it's game over. Dude, yeah, I gotta no, wait. that's true. I got to wait. True. Hot shit can hit your like. Like the wrong spot on your tongue and be way more spicy for some reason. I don't know, man. I don't know. Bro, the spiciest I go with salt. <laughs> Bro, black, pe- <laughs> black pepper is a little too much for me. Bro, the black Russian backwoods are way <laughs> too spicy. <laughs> oh, man. I really hope that guy comes to Vegas with us. Wait, we after this podcast, you need to get on Call of Duty Warzone, and we are going to talk him into it, dude. I, I should honestly. I, I think I I just have to uh, update. You know what I've been playing though, like randomly today, because today was the first time I fired my PS4 up since pretty much since I got back to San Diego. Literally the first time I fired it up, and yeah. I started playing that game, The Forest. Oh, Here, that remember? game's so good, dude. I, that's the one game. It's like PS4 has that shit. Fucking dude. That shit is low key scary. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like it, oh mean, yeah. If you if you have the headset on, those cannibal motherfuckers just like straight deliverance, dude. It's scary. I mean, it has me like I'll, I'll pause for a second just because I need to like I need to catch my breath a little. I love watching that game. I wish I had it, bro. I don't know. I got it. Yeah. I don't know. I got it because I thought I thought it was co-op. So I thought me and my ex-girlfriend could play, but it wasn't co-op. So I was kind of pissed about that. But nonetheless, I just play single player and it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. I honestly like single player games that I can just sink into when no one else is on. Like, I don't know. I enjoy it. Dude, I was <laughs> I was contemplating uh, when nobody was on today playing Minecraft again. <laughs> Oh man, dude! If you, if no one's on, just hit me up. I'm. Oh, well, bro, I wonder if me, you, and Herm still have that world from. We we definitely long do. Ago, we definitely do. Herm probably who... runs it still. Probably. <laughs> I mean, I would. I like. I honestly wouldn't be surprised. But yeah, update your Warzone and get on. I'm about to call Hermley after this, and we're gonna have a talk. <laughs> like yeah. I'm his dad or something. <laughs> Like Tristan, the thing is, you, we need you to come gamble in Vegas with us. Here's the thing, and I love Herm to death, but I think like he'll make up excuses. Like I know his parents don't care if he goes or not. I know oh, they yeah. don't. Yeah, I mean, it's, I guarantee yeah. you, he hasn't even brought it up to him. Yeah. This is a little podcast drama. Trying Herm, trying to get Herm to go to Vegas. Trying to get your buddies to go to Vegas. How to? <laughs> How to get? Uh, yeah. That's the and, thing, though. It's like that's the staple trip. For like 
for okay yeah yeah for your college friends that is like the staple trip ever since the hangover came out yeah i I literally made that photoshop picture of us (laughs) on the cover of hangover i'm just i should put oh man yeah that's it has to happen it has to happen and and maybe we maybe we can harness the podcast community and get them to all tell herm to go to vegas (laughs) (laughs) he just starts getting messages Oh yeah, dude. He would he would freak the fuck out. He would think it's China. Bro, they're following me. Bro, China's onto me. <laughs> well, China's onto me. It has been a pleasure, Dom. Uh, hope you are doing well out in Sacramento. Been but... good to be back on the podcast. Oh, absolutely. Glad dude. it worked out. Way oh. like way better than I was expecting. Oh yeah, dude. It's honestly this Zoom shit has proven. I fucking I don't like using Zoom for school, but. For this kind of stuff, it yeah. uh, it proved to be kind of useful. Zoom, if you want to sponsor with Red Hawk, I mean, just let us know. <laughs> Zoom, yes, exactly, with Red Hawk and uh, Gold Country. Yeah, Gold Country Casino. <laughs> if the city of Orville would actually if like the, to sponsor uh, us. Yeah, if Calusa Casino and the city of Marysville would like to... Uh, actually, Calusa's close to like Yuba, I think. Now that I think about it, I don't know. I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, it's been fun coming back on here i don't have much to do on my days off. like i'm so tired from working that on my days off i just sit around i go yeah, to the dude. gym that's the only other thing i do what gym do you go to planet it's uh, way the one i go to here is way smaller than the one in chico though really yeah interesting yeah, yeah the one and the one in chico's in the mall which is like kind of crazy that they fit a huge gym in the mall right like if that's actually one of the nicest planet fitnesses i've seen yeah i think it's because that's the only one in Chico, so it's all their resources went into that one. Yeah, that makes like sense. There's like a few here inside. That makes sense. Well, I'm a, I'm a member, like, once again, of beautiful LA Fitness here in Escondido, California, servicing me since my high school days of 2015. Lovely. Running on six years. Bro, I have so many fucking, like, I have so many homies, like, <laughs> just from, I, w- I would always roll in there, like, 345 after school, and... I would, uh, it was like the same crowd at the same time that like the whole, like, like 50, 50 plus crowd would get off of work. So they'd all be rolling through and I was just homies with all those guys. So it's good to see them again. But, uh, yeah, once again, thank you for coming on Dom. And, uh, if you guys would like to, uh, continue to be notified when new episodes are dropped, uh, please follow us on Instagram at orange house pod. Otherwise you can send us any comments questions concerns inquiries at orangehousepodcast at gmail.com we would really like to hear any anything from you guys uh and other than that have a great rest of your day have a great rest of your week and we'll see you next time